Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending August 19th, 2022. I'm Sophie Antelgibert, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Mark Eibel, Director of Client Investment Strategies. It's good to see you, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining me. So I am looking forward to hearing your thoughts and impressions and read on the market this week, especially because it seems to be very quiet. Is the market digesting something? Should we be prepared for next week? Or is this maybe just typical August low volume? What's your take? Yes, to all of that, maybe. <laughs> I think this week is a good example of what this market is kind of dealing with. You have some days that were up, some days that are down. Depends on how the data of the day almost gets interpreted. So let's kind of walk through kind of the biggies, right? We'll walk through inflation, recession, and earnings and kind of talk about this last week and how I think the market is just, again, it's just can go either way on this one. Number one, you get inflation, right? So got an inflation read last week. It was a little bit lower than the previous one. So if you're in the camp that inflation has peaked, uh, you, you, you can rally on that, right? And yet you can also say, but it's still eight and a half percent year over year. That feels kind of high to me, right? And so you can be glass half full, glass half empty. Recession is a classic one right now. You know, the definitions that some people use, two negative quarters of GDP, you're in a recession. Well, we've had that here. You've also got the inverted yield curve that gets talked a lot about. So if you want to say that we're in a recession or we've had one, there's your argument. And the other side of you can say 3.5% unemployment doesn't really feel recessionary and retail sales still look pretty good. So you can take the data and go either way. And then amongst all of this, those kind of the overarching themes, I think, for the entire year, we're wrapping up earnings season, right? Pretty good earnings season, actually. Uh, about a 10% growth year over year. Uh, and the forward guidance hasn't been horrible, which I think might have been the bar of what companies saying about moving forward. But again, just using this week, Walmart, Home Depot, good numbers, market was up. Next day, Target, lows, same kind of industries, not as good of numbers, the market is down. So I think when you just try to figure out, particularly in the summer with the lower volume, markets seem to be up or down. Are they focused on inflation? Are they focused on recession? I think it literally is, what do you want to talk about on any given day? And since it can go either way, this is the choppiness that we see in the market. So we'll get through summer, we'll get into fall. Every employment number is important. Every inflation number is important. Midterm elections in November. Uh, so we still have some things to talk through, but I think this week just kind of demonstrates what we're going through in this market on an almost day-to-day -day basis right now. It almost seems like it was a classic economist's market where, market week, where it's sort of like, well, it depends. It depends, that's right. <laughs> Let's that's look right. at this. Um, you tell me how, how you feel about right. the market. Well, speaking of economists, next week we have the symposium starting at Jackson Hole, right. um, where Fed Chairman Powell is going to be speaking. What are you expecting from his comments? What, what are you going to be listening to in particular? I think it's going to be pretty consistent with the message he's been delivering, right? It's going to be, we're all about fighting inflation uh, and he'll, you know, give examples and we're going to stay diligent on it. Of course, leaving the door open for, but once we get to a certain number, maybe we pause, you know, I think it'll be one of those, but I, I think the message will be pretty consistent. I, I think if in his mind, I think he's probably going, I'm succeeding. I'm bringing demand down. Interest rates moved up. It impacts mortgages with housing. So I'm slowing demand. So that'll bring down inflation. He can't do much about supply chains, but they do seem to be healing on their own a little bit. So I think he'll be consistent with the message he's delivered. Now, as we know, as we're recording this, 
You never know how anything he says might get interpreted. Every word that he says will be analyzed. It is a very high-profile event and a high-profile speaker, obviously. So who knows how the market might interpret it? And, and as I always remind folks uh, when the Fed does meet, there's the market reaction instantly when he says something. And then there's the next day when everybody has a chance to process it and actually read what he said. You might get a little bit of that at Jackson Hole, but uh, should be a, it'll be an interesting, all eyes will be on it. And it'll be interesting to see the market reaction depending on A, the message that he delivers and B, how does it get nuanced or how do people interpret or look for something that may, may not even be there in his comments? Always an interesting talk. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll be excited to hear sort of our take on that right. after, after the right. fact. Um, speaking of other things to nuance and sort of parse, is there any economic data outside of the U.S. recently that has caught your eye and how are you parsing and analyzing that? Yeah, I think a lot of the issues we're dealing with in the U.S., dealing with outside the U.S. as well. To me, what jumped out this week, number one, uh, China's economy. Uh, some of the forward projections now, I mean, it was pretty surprising when people were saying it might only grow at 4%. We're starting to talk here about people talking about 3%. I mean, that's getting into the growth that we have uh, in, in the U.S. And it seems just seems like... Unheard of. Uh, I know. And it doesn't seem too long ago when we were talking about 6, 8, and even 10% growth. So not only the impact on world demand, but their supply chains. Keep an eye on, on things going on in China. And I think the other one would be uh, inflation, particularly in Europe, obviously being impacted by energy prices. I think uh, United Kingdom uh, had one that uh, was 10% or a little bit higher. Uh, so we're not the only ones that are dealing with inflation, and we're not the only central bank that's dealing with the same issues. So uh, I think you can... It'd be. What, what, what listeners and watchers should be watching to see what's going on at not only inside the U.S., but what's going on outside the U.S. as well. Excellent. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today, Mark. But thank you so much for your insights. My pleasure. And thank you. We'll be back again soon.